if you don't know me, uh, I, my name is Tristan. I have for the past, been, the past two years had the amazing and incredible opportunity to lead our youth group here at the Cornwall campus along with my sister, Fomka. And uh, that has just been so awesome to be able to pour into the students' lives. And I actually want to extend uh, that opportunity out to you guys as uh, we are a growing youth group. We are gaining more students every year. And I would love to uh, share the opportunity I have to, to pour into these students with you guys. So if you guys feel called or want to pour into these students' lives along with me and Fomka, you can either connect with me or Pastor Ingrid or Pastor Jeff, and we could get that conversation going about how you can lead these students uh, in their walk with Christ as they go through this turmoil-filled time of their life of high school and middle school. Um, but uh, yes, uh, if you, you may have seen me before, I've been on the worship, quite, the worship team quite a few times, and uh, it, I have this awesome opportunity to actually speak up here today about something that I actually didn't really know the uh, definition of when I heard the word. Uh, my low English grades did not help with that one in high school, but the word is admonishment. I had no idea what that meant when they approached me for it, but I'm actually super honored that I get to talk about it. Um, and uh, I actually have a really hard, uh, a really good message to follow up after uh, of uh, Pastor Ingrid. She did an awesome job talking about submission last week, and it was just so beautiful to hear how we could submit to each other in the church. And I am actually going to be calling back on that uh, later on in my sermon, and uh, we'll get back to that later. But um, uh, before we start digging into it deep, let us pray and uh, give this message to the Lord. Dear Jesus, I just thank you for this awesome opportunity we have to come together and just get to praise you and um, dig into who you are and who you call us to be as a church and as an individual, God. I pray that you would lead my, uh, my message and my words towards you, Lord God, that there would be uh, your words, not mine, but also that everyone's ears would be able to hear your words, Lord. And I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, um, as I said, I didn't really know what admonishment was when I got this message, um, but so we're all on the same page here. I'm going to say what, uh, for the message, admonishment will mean, and that is to exhort, counsel, instruct, or teach, and even in some cases, warn someone. So uh, when I first came to that kind of uh, definition, I thought of like a couple things. Like, for example, one thing I thought of was when uh, that classic example of a kid walking up to a, a stove that's on, and you're kind of like, hey, don't touch that. But like, you know, you're not always watching over them. So like, if they touch the stove, they're going to burn themselves anyways. It's That's kind of one thing I thought of. And another thing is, uh, when COVID hit, we had to find new ways to connect with people. And I had a friend who had been playing a game for six years online. He has a lot of experience playing it. And it's a very competitive game. And he decided he wanted to teach us how to play this game. And um, let's just say it didn't go very well. At the beginning, he told us what we were supposed to do. And around two, 
hours like total of playing the game, uh, he ended up telling us that we should never play the game again, that we were the worst people he had ever seen touch the game on this earth, like literally complete garbage, like just stop. And I don't know about you, but that does not sound very like biblically admonishing at all. I do not, I could not hear Jesus ever tell somebody that in my life. <laughs> they did not take the what would Jesus do thing there at all. But um, now what does it actually mean to biblically admonish? Uh, I think the perfect place to look is actually the Bible. And uh, so we have two verses we're going to be digging into, and I think they have some really cool uh, similarities. The first one will be uh, uh, Colossians 3, 15 to 16. And that says, and let peace, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. That was uh, Colossians 3:15 to 16. And the second verse we're actually going to dig into, listen, it's, the similarities are crazy. It's Ephesians 5:15 to 21. And it says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of your time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your hearts, giving thanks and always uh, and for everything to the to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Now, if you quickly look through both of them at around the same time, you'll see there's some literally like they use the same wording. It's, the similarities are there. It's, it's crazy. For example, they both talk about um, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, and singing, and uh, giving your heart to God and having thankfulness. But I'm actually going to dig into a few of those similarities and how they actually dig into admonishment. Um, so how do we admonish one, eno- one another? And I think there are, is one, when I read these verses, there's one thing that sticks out to me as a big theme, and it is Humility. I see humility written all over these verses. Now, uh, what does that actually mean? I think there are two ways humility is shown in admonishment, biblical admonishment. I think the first one is submission to Christ. Uh, The uh, Colossians 6.13 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Now, what does it actually mean to have the word of Christ dwell in you richly? I think there's a lot of things that it means, but um, I think for a few things, there's a couple things that I, th- I think of when I think of it. It's recognition of who Christ is, understanding uh, who you are in that, and uh, reverence of everything that Christ has done. And how do we come to those conclusions? I think 
digging into the Bible. The Bible has everything we could possibly need for admonishment. I think it's the, like, easiest way to make sure you don't go the wrong way. If you're going to admonish somebody and you're like, hold on, actually, I'm just going to admonish them by giving them a Bible verse, I don't think you're going wrong there. I, I will be real. I think that's a really good way to start off biblically admonishing someone is to look in the Bible and go, this verse I think is uplifting and encouraging and giving it to them because the Bible is just where we find our hope and our love and who God is. Um, also, I think uh, this is all reconfirmed again by um, Ephesians 5.18 where it says, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Colossians says that we should dwell richly in the words of Christ. And Ephesians says we should be filled with the Spirit. Those things are not the same, but they do not clash each other at all. They actually work together. How do we get filled with the Holy Spirit? I think we need to be in line with the words of Christ. How else are we to find Christ if not through his word, through the Bible, through what he has given us as his instructions as we go out and walk on this earth? Now, um, I am one of the youngest uh, of the congregation in this room, um, and I am currently admonishing, am I not? This is what we have called admonishing. And uh, you guys... Um, can admonish me as well. And I have been admonished by this congregation. As fellow God-fearing members of the church, we are called to admonish each other. And I believe that God's experience, God's calling and God's power comes before any experience and position. The fact that I am able to be up here and be able to admonish and teach from uh, God's word is just such a blessing for me. I am honored, and I love that I'm able to do this, but I think it's also kind of a great example of how God's power is over experience. I'm not very experienced at admonishing people. <laughs> I have done this twice in my life, um, but... The fact that God's able to work through me to be able to do what I'm doing up here right now, I think is a beautiful example of God's power being able to push forward his word through people when they are not prepared at all. Uh, <laughs> and um, I think, like, I have some, some um, experience in admonishing. I am an older brother, and I also am running the youth group. So I can, I can, if we, if we look back at what, uh, Pastor Ingrid said in her, uh, past, uh, message that she spoke, I do have some experience being able to, uh, help people along the way. And she was talking about submission to others. And I think that is the second, w um, way of having humility, and admonishing is actually submitting to each other. Um, so, as, as um, Ingrid was saying last week, when we submit to each other, it is like we are all siblings. We are not taking the place of the parent 
in that relationship, when we are taking care of or helping somebody along, we are not taking the place of parent. We are not taking the place of God in that situation. We are coming alongside as equals at different points in our walks in life and sharing what we have found in our walks of life uh, to help each other along the way. It is not a place of I am better than you. It is not a place of uh, I have more than you. It is a place of uh, I just want to help a fellow person along the path of walking towards Christ. Um, And so uh, I believe sometimes uh, experience can lead to us being short-sighted with our um, uh, admonishment. Uh, For example, when I am um, talking to my siblings about things and they happen to say stuff that I think they should not do, um, sometimes my instinct in like want to be like, I'm more experienced than you, wants me to knock them out so that they won't do it. I'm like, come on, police, just don't do it, stop. (laughs) There's been so many times where I've had to walk up to my mother and father and be like, they are driving me crazy, they're going to make a mistake, why aren't you stopping them? Stop them now! (laughs) Oh my gosh, they'll be talking to me about all their plans, I'm like, no, this is a bad idea. (laughs) But I've had to learn to trust that God's got it, that my parents have got what they can with parenting and that God's got everybody else in check. I, God has got it all in check when it comes to people like my friends, when it comes to people like my peers, when I see them doing things that I may not agree with and I am not called to admonish them, I just have to trust that God is doing something in their life. And when I am, I have to trust that the word that God gives me is enough. I don't have to add anything. I don't have to speak into a place that I'm not called to, but I need to just do what God has called me to and leave the rest to him because he is the only one that can change their hearts. He's the only one that can change their decisions, and I am going to let that be for him to do. So to be properly admonished, I think, to properly admonish, I think we need to be submitted to one another as equals. I am no greater than my siblings, and they are no greater than me in, in the relationship of siblings, just as in the church. I am no greater than any of you. As I am, though, standing on a stage, that does not make me greater than anyone. I just have had the opportunity and the chance to stand up here and talk to you about admonishment, which is, yeah, an honor. (laughs) And this is all confirmed and said in the messages. um, When it says in Ephesians 5.21, it says, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And then again in Colossians, when it's talking about admonishing, it says uh, right in the middle of Colossians 3.16, it says teaching and admonishing one another. It does not say teaching and admonishing the people who are less experienced than you. It does not say teaching and admonishing the young or teaching the admonishing um, the anyone. It just says one another. That means as a congregation, all together as a church, one church coming together and admonishing one another and allowing each other to come up behind each other and help each other move towards Christ because that is our ultimate goal, to be more like 
him. Um, and if you want a little more of a uh, in-depth sermon about uh, submitting to Christ and submitting to uh, each other um, in the church, uh, if you weren't here last week, uh, the sermon that Pastor Inger did was actually so incredible. I literally was half lost while I was trying to write this sermon, and then she did that, and I was like, oh, it makes sense now in my head. And now uh, if you, if you want to listen to that again or you want to listen to it now if you haven't already, it's actually available online through ondemand.lifecenter.org. Uh, and um, this week, uh, I think I have a challenge for you guys all, uh, is um, when admonishing, I think before you start admonishing, I think you should think of these few things um, where is your heart, and um, are they equal to you as you are coming up to talk to them? Are they your equal, and are you uh, walking in the uh, a Christ-centered heart? So uh, let us pray as we walk out this week, biblical admonishment. Dear Jesus, I thank you for this wonderful uh, word that you gave us today about uh, admonishment and just walking in that with you, Lord God. I pray that you would come alongside each one of us and help us to remember that you are the leader. You are the master of our lives, Lord God. And so allow us to remember that you are in control of uh each and every person's fate when they give them to you. So, Lord, allow us to come alongside one another, not above or not below, but alongside one another and be able to push each other up towards you, Christ. And I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.